Welcome into another edition of the Stephanie Gately podcast here on WFUVsports.org. Two weeks into the season, a perfect 2-0 and alongside Chris Marasco. I'm DJ Sixsmith, joined by the coach, Stephanie Gately. How does it feel to be undefeated? It feels good. I had the kids say in the circle today, or right after films, I said, we are the Fordham Rams and we are undefeated. Sounds pretty good. Yeah. First time since 2002-2003 season. So let's break it down. Big win against Albany. You guys win by 17. And then, of course, an eight-point win against Cornell. Let's start with Albany. Played that team last year, lost by 17 on your home court. How sweet was it to get revenge, especially with the banners coming down in upstate New York? You know what? It was... You started off as a comedy of errors, so to speak, because the day before the game, we find out Mara, who was our leading scorer in our scrimmages, you know, wasn't a go with a, a mild concussion. So that's kind of where things started off. And then, you know, when you look at the game start being 8.30, I thought the men were starting at 6, and I realized the men started at 6.30. And then I knew the earliest we were starting is 9. And so on top of that, then you have, you know, their banner ceremony. So you felt like it was everything, you know, in the perfect storm, so to speak. But I, I think our kids responded so well. And I think, you know, winning on the road makes you tough. And it also gives you a chance to fall back on these opportunities when you get into conference play to say, hey, we know we can win on the road. Coach, great win on Friday night. At one point, Albany was held eight minutes without a bucket. How much of that victory do you attribute to your defense? Oh, my, I would say the majority of it. I mean, I thought we were very unselfish offensively, but I think our defense became our offense, which was actually the staple of the Albany team. And last year they kind of took us out of everything, and our goal was to do the same. And we watched film study. We must have had at least 15 clips of just great defense. And we did a great job when 32, the big kid, came in. I thought we kept her off the boards. We kept her off the block. I felt that we dictated everything defensively with him. Now, the game didn't start the way you would have liked. You guys go down 6 nothing. You have that first media timeout. What were you telling the girls just to get them on the right page and get them playing your brand of basketball that you know they could play? Just to relax. I mean, anytime you go in the first game, everybody's a little nervous. And I said to the kids, you know, we could be up 10. We could be down 10. You know, it's 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 a 40-minute game. The game is not decided in the first five minutes. So it's just really important that the kids understand just to stay composed and not to not to worry about the scoreboard, just worry about how we're playing. Samantha Clark made her collegiate debut Friday night. She struggled from the field. Did you guys in the huddle try to get her going, you know, keep telling her to keep taking shots to get her confidence up? We really didn't talk about that much because I think once you make an issue of it, it becomes an issue. So it's like somebody, that, you know, foul shooting. If you're a poor foul shooting team, I think the more that you make, the more you attention bring into it, the bigger it becomes. And so with Sam, I thought Sam was doing a very good job defensively, and I thought she was making good decisions offensively. You know, she was it was her first game, you know, and then there, you're going against a 6'8 kid, you know. and so <laughs> Lots to take in. Yeah, it was a lot to take in for her, but I thought she responded well. Well, Coach, one of the best parts about Friday night, the three ball. You guys were unconscious from behind the line. Ace Collins had four threes, Aaron Rooney, Charlotte Stoddard. How nice was it to see the outside shooting getting going in game number one? Well, it was just a real nice thing and a great bonus considering, you know, one of our top three-point shooters was out in Mars Strickland, and that's probably Mars. Obviously, you know, strength is her three-point shooting. So I thought that we did a great job sharing the ball. I mean, we're a very unselfish team, and I think that is a great sign for the future. Yeah, to expand on that, one of the things we noticed is that you guys are playing your best basketball when the guards are driving, kicking it out to the corners for your three shooters. Do you feel that the addition of Aaron Rooney really opens that up and gives you guys an advantage beyond the arc? Oh, absolutely. I mean, Aaron, Aaron, Aaron just does a great job of creating for other people. I mean, I think, you know, one of the things I think you can tell whether somebody's a very good player is they do they make people around them better. 
and she absolutely does because I think she opens up the game. I mean, you saw it, you know, even in our in our Cornell game, she got into the gap in the zone a little bit and was able to t- have a couple good, you know, moves off the dribble penetration. And so she, you know, she'll bring the next line of defense, which will get her teammates open. And coach, we've talked about the main players, Rooney, Strickland, Collins, but how about Emily Tapio in that game against Albany? Career high, eleven rebounds. Chris and I were talking on the broadcast. Her defense was just ferocious. How nice is it to have such depth on the bench? and especially someone like Tapio, it can really change the game defensively. Well, Emily just has a toughness about her that you cannot coach and you cannot teach. It's just very innate with Emily, and it, it's something that I think the team feels. I certainly feel as a coach. Sometimes you got to pull her back a little bit because she picked up a lot of – you know, she picked up a lot of fouls in very limited minutes against Cornell, so you have to she has to be a little careful. But I would rather have her, I'd rather have her pull pull her back than to have have somebody be tentative. And I don't think she was tentative by any means. But you know, she definitely gives us a different look. And I mean, you look at it, Christina Gaskin, who was a starter last year, got limited minutes, and that tells you how deep our bench is. Yeah, more on Tapia. We feel like every time she comes into the game, she's doing something productive, whether it's taking a charge, getting a key rebound. She's all over the place. Yeah, she always is doing something that is helping the team win. Was she a player that you expected this from, or was this more of a pleasant surprise when you got her last year? Well, Emily was out the first 10 games with Mono last year, so she kind of was a, you know, joined us kind of late into the season, so we really didn't know what to expect. And then on top of it, when I met with the kids individually, they recruited her as a guard. I don't see her as a guard at all. Um, just because she's not a shooter, you know. So Emily, when Emily and I spoke, I said, if you want to gain minutes, you're going to have to gain minutes as a, a small post. And I think she's difficult to defend because she's got a quick first step. She's aggressive. She's got a quick jump. And I think she's comfortable around the basket. I mean, so uh, I just think Emily was able to own the skills of what she knows well, and I think she's done a great job of that. All right, Coach, let's move on to Sunday against Cornell. Last year, 40-39. You guys losing a heartbreaker. This one looked like it was going down to the wire again. How proud of your team were you after such a gutsy victory on the road? I mean, I got on them pretty hard at halftime because I was disappointed in the effort. I just asked them if we wanted to get on the bus then because that's how I felt. You know, it just looked like they had already, you know, kind of Mailed cashed in. in. Yeah. Um, but I was, I said to them, it's, it's nice this year to learn in wins. Last year we learned in losses. And I think a good time, a good team finds a way to win. And we hit a stretch there where we were up five. I thought Mar took a rush shot with a new shot clock. And then Emily came over the back and then puts that down. The clock stops. They go to the line. And they get possession out of that, and they cut it to three. Then we turn it over, and they cut it to one. And then we hit some key foul shots. But I think the fact that we were able to, you know, kind of thwart off the run and keep our composure, you know, very speaks well for the future. Yeah, that, that also brings me back to Samantha Clark. Well, I talked about her in the first game. Now it's only fair to talk about her second-half performance against Cornell. She put the ball in the bucket finally. After the first half, she struggled, but really contributed also on the boards and also on defense. She was actually my MV, not MVP of the game, but most valuable, your, most your valuable player, player same yeah. thing, my player of the game. She, was, um, she contributed so much. Is that something you look for all season? And if so, how much do you see her role changing, or do you see it staying the same as the season moves on? I just think that Sam's will increase. Her responsibilities will increase. And, and I just got on her you know, when I left practice because – there was a different person in the first half to the second half. I mean, Sam, I thought, responded well to my challenge. I called her soft at halftime. I was disappointed in how soft she was playing, so I, I came right at her. I'm the type of person, if I have something to say, I'll say it to your face. You know, So I'm going to come right at you. I'm going to tell you what I think. And I got on her hard, and she responded well. And, again, I, I have to keep in mind she's a freshman that got used to in high school kind of getting away with a lot of things. And, you know, for us, when, when she decides to post up strong, she gives us such a big target. And think about it. If we can have that inside game, we obviously have established we have an outside game. So if we can go in and out, it just makes us that much more difficult to defend. 
Now, Coach Sunday was finally the debut of Mara Strickland. She scores 10 points. She's putting a little shot happy towards the end. I know that one moment you wanted to try and reset with the clock at 30. She jacked up a shot. You took her out of the game. So, overall, how impressed were you with Mara's first game as a Fordham Ram? I mean, I, I, I thought it was what it was. I mean, the, the fact that Mara – I was proud of Mara getting six rebounds because I, I got on her about that because in the scrimmages she averaged like two. In one game she had zero. And so the fact that she had six, she she kept herself alive on the offensive boards, and I think she took that challenge to heart. Um, I thought with the exception of probably that force, there was probably at least two shots she forced, and I think part of that was just kind of her trying to find her way and feel her way, you know, in the system. Um, I, th- I thought she did some good things. She had some good looks, and I think, you know, there's going to be games where she's, she's kind of in the zone, and then there's going to be games where she's got to be able to be on the court. If she wants to stay on the court, she can't, has to do more than just shoot the ball. Earlier, you talked about Christina Gaskin. She was a player. She played over 20 minutes last year. This weekend, I think, about four per game. A lot of players like her or her class, there was a lot of younger players who contributed minutes last year, but is this the type of situation where the best players are going to play? It doesn't matter who you are. You have to earn their, your time on the court. Absolutely. I mean, we tell the kids, you know, starting spots are not locked in. I mean, if you, have, if you go the day before a game, you decide to, you know, just walk on the court and think you're going to start. I mean, if you come to our shoot-around that morning and you don't come focused, you won't start. I mean, best players play, you know, so you're basically trying out every day to play. And so that's that keeps kids fresh, that keeps kids hungry. And, like, today we had a really aggressive and intense practice. I thought Christina had a, a terrific practice, and I challenged her. I mean, I just I just said, you know, you got to earn your minutes. Coach, one of your players who's certainly earned her minutes is your captain, Abigail Corning, who joins us now here on the Stephanie Gately Podcast. Thanks so much for being with us. How does it feel, 2-0? A little bit different than years past, huh? Very different than years past, but very exciting at the same time. Uh, we're very excited to have come home from a really long road trip up to Albany and Ithaca for um, the weekend, but coming back with two wins, you can't be more proud than that. It was a long road trip. I never thought I'd be spending more than three or four days in upstate New York, but hey, you know what? Took it in, and let's start with that game at Albany. You guys lose them by 17 points last year. What was the biggest difference in that 34-point turnaround that Coach Gately talked about? Well, we just, you know, we never forgot last year's game. Uh, it was They basically manhandled us on our own court, and that's just stuck with us through all the all the time that we put in this summer, this preseason, and um, coaches said we had a zero in on defense, and we were well prepared. They prepared us well with the scout. Um, we knew their personnel, and we knew what we had to do, and we just stepped across the lines and got it done. There's been so much talk since Coach Gately took over the job at Fordham of this new winning mentality. Can you honestly say that, you guys have a new attitude when you walk into a gym, no matter who you're playing, whether you lost them or not in years past? I do think that. I think we come in with more confidence, and we're not just you know the little Fordham Rams that everyone's going to run all over. Um, we come in and we give people games. And you know last year we were in every single game we played in. We never really got blown out. So we made a statement then, and I think starting off 2-0 is just making a statement again now. Now, did you guys take it personally that they were taking down the banners Right before they played you, is that something that gave you maybe a little bit of extra motivation? Um, you know, we were trying to stay focused, but I think that they had a little extra confidence then, taking the banners down, and they were kind of, you know, reminiscing about that win and weren't as focused as we were coming into the game. So I think that's when we were able to just jump on them right away and come out strong. There's new additions on the team. We just talked about it with Coach Gately. How do you feel your role changed so far? We've only played two games since the new players have joined on in Albany and also at Cornell. I think a lot of my role has stayed the same, but um, I don't feel the need to shoot as much as I did last year. Um, 
I would average probably like eight or ten shots last year. This time, you know, I, I'll look for my shot if it's open, but I know I have so many more scorers on my team. And we have such a big post presence this year that I know I can look inside and I don't have to, you know, we don't have to chuck up our threes like we did last year. So that's a big key for us. Speaking of the post, what's it like playing with Samantha Clark, six foot two, a top 100 recruit? How nice is it having her a part of the mix this year? It is so nice. I mean, I've thrown up a couple of passes to her, three defenders around her. And she's able to pull <laughs> the ball down and put it in. So it's great having her under the boards with us. And um, she's just a big player for us this year. Do you feel like now that with all the new players that you're one of the leaders or one of the people that the younger players look to in clutch situations down the stretch? I think definitely. I think I'm the one that's able to stay positive about everything. Um, even when Cornell was making their run the other day, you know, brought it within four or five, I said, no, no, we're holding them off. We have this win. Uh, so they definitely look up to me for that and just the work ethic and knowing that we can win. I'm probably one of the most competitive ones on the team, always believing that we are going to win, whether we're down by 10 or whether we're up by 10. So I think that they can look for me to that. That game at Cornell got a little bit dicey. It was all the way down to one point, six point lead, suddenly gone. But Aaron Rooney hit four three free throws down the stretch. How nice is it having a clutch, reliable guard then go to the charity stripe and hit some freebies? Yeah, it was great. I mean, I got the rebound one time and just outlet it to her because I knew she would definitely hit him for us. Um, not that I don't have confidence myself, but she was definitely feeling it from the line, and that helped us out a lot. We talked about it so much in the broadcast last year's game at home against Cornell. You guys were winning. Basically the entire time, you lost by one, didn't hit a free throw. Was that game at all lingering in the back of your mind this weekend on Sunday? Yeah, especially when it got close. Um, you know, it, even if we had walked away with a one-point win, a win's a win, I just remember them hitting that last shot, you know, to beat us by one in the last minute and how horrible it was, you know, walking off our home court, and we definitely wanted to get it back this year. Now, Abigail, we had the pleasure of traveling with you this weekend. We know this team really clicks and there's something special about it. So what do you think? Why do you guys just get along so well? I think, you know, everyone's different on our team, but just the way we we, we just love each other, and it's just we like spending time with each other. Um, you know, we live together, but we never get sick of each other, and, you know, no drama. We keep it completely drama-free, so it's really helpful, and basically we're just like sisters on the team, and we're all in it to win it, and we keep coming in every day to work hard so that we can get the winning record that we deserve. Did you and some of the players who had already been here, did you understand that when Coach Gately came, it was going to take all of you buying into the system if you wanted to see success as you got older and started playing more important games? Yeah, definitely. Uh, last year was last year was tough at times. You know, We had to really learn her system and learn what she wanted from us, and it was completely different from our old coach. But um, the people that were returning, they definitely bought into it, and then we're the ones that are leading, the younger kids that have just come in for the recruits, and um, you know, we're keeping the program going. So, Abigail, a few days off before the next contest at Sunday against Delaware State. You scored 19 points against Delaware State. Sorry, Chris, I'm taking it from you. It, it was a, I did the research before. It was a big deal. So, what do you remember about that game last year on the road? I remember it was, it was it, we were going on the road to play a couple games, and uh, Delaware State was our first stop. And it was interesting, you know, their gym wasn't great, and uh, we had driven down there, so it was a bus ride, and you had to get off. And, yep. you know, everyone's tired after traveling, but just came in to play hard, Um we are more disciplined than them. I think we can definitely have that up on them again this year. And, you know, if, if it's my time to score, it's my time to score. I'll take my shots if I can. But um, if it's my time to pass, then I'll pass it up to my teammates because I have so many other scorers this year too. Now, obviously, Coach Gately's going to say that there's no such thing as a trap game. You play each game the same way. But can you, can you say that that's true when a team like Delaware State comes in when the game isn't maybe you don't have as big of a crowd? And how do you guys get motivated or keep up the energy in a game like that? 
I think it's just we just have to keep bringing it ourselves. Um, a lot of times we don't play in front of big crowds. N- not a lot of Fordham people come to watch women's basketball, but we get a lot of family fans and we get a lot of friends from the, from the area, so they get to come and watch us. And uh, if we if we pick up the energy ourselves, then the, the fans get into it too. And we have the band and the cheerleaders and everything, and they're usually always there. You know, they're helping us out, and we just have to keep the energy flowing for ourselves, and so we don't get trapped and we don't want to walk away with a loss like we did last year. Now, Abigail, you guys are 2-0, but 38 turnovers in the first two games. Probably a few too many. So what do you need to do to avoid the turnover bug in the next game against Delaware State? I'm just hoping it was a little bit of nerves. And, you know, the first two games, everyone got it out of the way, got the bad turnovers out of the way. And coming into Delaware State, you know, we can just be patient, you know, take care of the ball, um, hopefully have, you know, 10 or 10 or less turnovers. And I think if we take care of the ball and we play good defense, that will definitely come out with a win. Now, you guys have a lot of games coming up that seem winnable when you look at the schedule, especially the way you guys are playing recently. Do you look at it like that, you know, that we could win six or seven games before conference play starts, or is it more of a thing where you just take it one game at a time? We just try to take it one game at a time. I mean, we know we know what our schedule is. We know that there's a lot of games on there that we can win. There's a lot of games on there that are going to be tough for us to win. But uh, we come into practice the same day or every day with the same mentality that, you know, we're just going to work hard, get better, and then be able to beat the next team that we have on the schedule. Now, Abigail, this time next week, you'll be in San Francisco. Have you ever been out to the West Coast? I've been to San Diego once, but never San Francisco. Okay, so a new time. So how excited are you and the girls for a trip out West for Thanksgiving? We are really excited. We're, you know, it's nice to get away from Fordham for a little time, you know, not just for one road trip up West, Western New York, but... uh. <laughs> Yeah, San Francisco is supposed to be beautiful. I've never been there, so it's exciting. Hopefully we have some time for sightseeing before we have to move on to Pacific. But I heard Alcatraz may be a possibility. It, it might be a possibility. We always like to do a little something extra while we're out there. Chris, I'm sorry you're not coming with us. I was but... just going to say that. It's, I'm the good luck charm, and now that I'm not there, who knows what's going to happen. Who knows, but it's going to be a great trip. Abigail, thanks so much for joining us. We appreciate it, and best of luck going forward. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Thanks so much, Abigail. Chris Corning has been such a huge part of this team. She's averaging 10 points a game. She's the captain, and she's certainly one of the biggest reasons why this team is 2-0. Definitely, DJ. One of those players who puts herself before the team. She can score the big bucket, but also not afraid to give the ball up. She's one of those players that cares more about wins than her stat line at all, and if it takes her scoring zero points and the team winning, she's definitely going to go ahead and do that. All right, let's bring Coach Gately back into the mix. Big game Sunday afternoon, 2 p.m. against Delaware State. You can catch that game right here on WFUVsports.org. Coach, what are you going to need to do to get to 3-0? and Well, again, I mean, I'm getting ready to watch some tape on them. and They're a very athletic team. The only team they've played is Kentucky. I think I'll have a better idea once we can look at their score against St. Francis, New York. I think that'll give us a better indication. But they have a new coach, so it's, it's hard to tell. I mean, but they're, they, I remember them last year as being very athletic. But I think, you know, I don't think we played particularly well there, but we found a way. I think if we stay disciplined and play good defense, then we'll be in good shape. Yeah, and Coach, more about Delaware State. They, the only team they've played is Kentucky. Kentucky is, I think, 6th or 7th right now in the nation. They lost by 40. But Delaware State didn't have a good record last year. Is this game, could it be considered maybe a trap game before your big road trip to the West Coast? We will never allow it, Chris, to have a trap game. <laughs> Don't it's, even think it, Chris. For us, there is no trap games. I mean, we, you know, this is a team that's on a mission. It's a team that hasn't had a winning record since 1995, and they're constantly reminded about that. So there's no name on any jersey. You know, as far as we're concerned, we're playing UConn on Sunday. So every game stands between us being 3-0 or us being 2-1. I kind of like the feeling of staying undefeated. And, Coach, after the lengthy road trip in upstate New York, how nice will it be to open up the season in your own gym 
in front of the Fordham faithful. Well, I think the nice thing about it, DJ, is, if, is coming back with two wins. I mean, think about it. I mean, we lost at home by 17, and we won on the road by 17. That's a 34-point turnaround against a team that's picked to win their conference. So, And that was without Mara. So, I mean, you know, there's a lot of upside of what this team could be when we're playing at our best. I mean, we played great defense. We didn't shoot particularly well. Imagine if we played defense and shoot well. I mean, that, Tough to stop. We'd be very, very difficult to stop. And then once Sam Clark becomes more comfortable and you have an inside attack, become that much more difficult to defend. And so I, I just would like to think that a lot of people will come out because I think they're going to be anxious to see, hey, you know, it's the first home game, whether, whether it be men or women. We, we're 2-0. and I think we're fun to watch. So I think, you know, there'll be something to do on a Sunday, and hopefully everybody will give us a chance. All right, Coach, thanks so much for joining us. We'll be with you in San Francisco next week for the show. So we look forward to that. I look thanks forward. Lot, Take care, guys. All right, thank you. That will do it for the Stephanie Gately podcast here on WFUVsports.org. The executive producer of all WFUV Sports broadcasts is Mr. Bob Ahrens. Our next broadcast will be Sunday, November 18th, as the Rams host the Delaware State Hornets at 2 p.m. Tune in for the one-on-one pregame report coming your way at 1.55. So for my partner Chris Marasco, this is DJ Sixsmith. Have a good evening, everybody. The Stephanie Gately podcast is an exclusive production of WFUV Sports.